0: they're taking to social media for a variety of reasons. A, to escape their everyday life and to consume content from others. B, to share seemingly their best life through their own lens. So knowing that you have to remove the sale from the equation altogether. Now, on the flip side, you have access to see everyone in your city. So let's just say Portland for a moment, who's posting content at the trendy coffee shop in town, who's posting exactly. content at restaurants in town, who's in town for a conference. Um, and I'll share with you an example here in a moment of uh, recently when I went to Canada a few months ago and I met a Real City giant Conference. But you have the ability to see who's posting content these different locations just through Instagram.
1: Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to Motivational Real Estate. I'm Zach Ramston, a business enthusiast and I'll be your host. We've got awesome guests and weekly motivation, bringing you inspiring content that will push you towards success. Let's rock. How's it going, man? What's going How on? You? Not much. Can you hear me all right? How's the connection on
0: there? That the connection's right. great. I got to say, you look dapper. Me, not well, so much. I need a haircut, man. How, how's your hair doing? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm uh, kind of due for one. I've been going that, every, two weeks. No, one week, man. One week, yeah. I'm going to be going fresh. Always. Well, how are
1: things, man? Are you, are you still able to, you're promoting your book mainly through a uh, virtual podcasts right now while we can't travel? Is that kind of how it's going?
0: Yeah. You know, the, the book surprisingly has climbed the ranks on Amazon. The book came out at the end the last year in October. And uh, as I was pre-selling the book, it was like in the top, I, I think five of new releases oh, on really? and off for months. And then it came out in October. There was a lot of hype around the book and then obviously the holidays. Rolled around and then it books after, after yeah after thirty days of being a new release, then it starts to kind of topple down, so it 's been nice to see with everything happening in spite of covid nineteen that people are reading, people are using this time yeah. to uh, to level up their their knowledge, and uh, the book and the marketing has been in the top ten now of uh, business books on amazon for for the last several weeks, which is it's exciting to see, and I think it 's also a testament of, uh, yeah, you know, there you go. There you got the book. I think it's just a testament of not just the resiliency as an author to keep promoting, uh, and stay active in these times, but also the community that I've been able to build up throughout the years, just really being supportive of, of my work. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Um, it's a good, I like to see people building a side hustle, um, during this time. And I mean, honestly, in some, in a weird way, I feel like it's, people wanted this kind of book right now. there's a lot of marketing books out there, but Mm -hmm. it's uh, like, I'm not done reading it yet, but I feel it's like a, it seems like a very specific time that people want a smaller, Mm -hmm. like they want to be able to see the author, like me being able to have a a podcast or this live call with you, whether that would happen in general or because we're in a pandemic, it's easier to happen, who knows. But that makes it more real that this book, has a better track record for you to stand behind the book and continue. obviously you're always going to be promoting your book, but then to mm-hmm. promote it even further coming this year, even through these, these pandemics and, and the things like that. So I really enjoyed reading. I'm only at like, I mean, 30 pages in, we'll get through the rest. It's really good so far and it hits home. And believe it or not, there's been, I remember reading Ryan Blair's book, mm. and, and uh, it was an orange book. And it's always been for some reason orange books that have been uh, impacted like points in my life mm-hmm. so right now i'm very new in my real estate career and so okay for the sake of the podcast motivational real estate i guess um there's a lot of tie over but the question i guess we raised was um building an online presence directed mm-hmm more locally for real estate agents because it's so localized for real estate. I mean, it could be doing really good up here in Portland mm-hmm. in, in Orange, Orange County or LA it could be, I mean, struggling or vice versa. Right. Before we get into those topics though, I just want to tell those of you watching this um, and those who are going to be re-watching this, go grab this book. It's called The End of Marketing by Carlos Gill. And I mean, this was just a natural promo- promotion. There's no, There was no reason I I like the book I wanted to get him on he had the thing on his he had on a story to swipe up to get him on our podcast
0: and I did that and it's great to have you on the show I appreciate it you know once again uh, and I appreciate you Zach it shows the power of, of social media when you put yourself out there how you can connect with folks, how you can make yourself available. And, you know, just kind of hopping right into it. You know, I work a lot with the real estate agents. And uh, what I often notice with real estate agents is that they make their listings at their inventory of homes, really the hero or the product of what it is that they sell and offer. When in reality, as a real estate agent, yeah. you're in a service-based business the service that you provide is to connect others with an investment property with the dream home, you know, what have you. And I think so many agents lose sight of that because instead they make the product, the homes, what it is that they're selling. And nowadays, you know, we're all in the people, we're all on the people first business, whether you're an entrepreneur, marketer, author like myself, whether you're a real estate agent like you, whether you're an insurance agent, the the way today to sell is by what makes you human, what makes you relatable to others. Uh, yes, good guys and 100%. good girls do win, um, and especially in this market. And, and I think, again, for real estate agents, they need to start looking at themselves more so as the product and not the inventory of homes that they have access to sell. Yeah,
1: and I think a lot of real estate agents have found themselves um, get. I don't. I won't, don't want to say getting lucky, but they've been focusing on the, mm-hmm. the houses and like, wow, I'm getting all this business. It must be because I'm, I'm getting a higher scale of house, a higher mm-hmm. income level. But they're they're getting. I think what's the key is they're gaining more confidence in themselves and naturally mm-hmm. promoting themselves better. Where we that could have been started in the beginning. Like what you were saying, so I guess you already started going into that question. um, But localizing the brand directed towards their local community. So I mean, you're you're down in uh, California right now, correct? I'm I'm in Florida. Florida right now. Is that where you're you're um staying right now? Uh,
0: I'm actually staying in North Carolina right now by living. You're kind of just all over business. Business. business, I'm international,
1: man. That's great. I'm up here in, in uh, Portland, Oregon. So, um, Love Voodoo donuts. donuts, man. No, they're good, man. Fruit Loops man. on the Donuts, man. That's who cares, right? Some <laughs> bacon on a donut. I'll take
0: that all day. Exactly. I, port, I get up to Portland, uh, typically once a year for a conference called Digital Summit that's out okay. there. So, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get back out there at some point here in the near future uh, to Seattle, my speaking too. career. Yes. Yeah, Seattle's great. But look, you know, here's the thing about, about real estate agents. You are at the heart of the community that you serve and going forward, real estate agents need to think less about being viewed as a guy or a girl who sells homes to others. And instead, really, they are a conduit to all the things happening in the community because, you know, you ask any real estate agent for a recommendation on best places to eat in the market that they cover, they know it. U.S. real estate agents, we're the best schools for families. They know it, right? I know throughout my career, I've had the, um, you know, I've had an opportunity to relocate when I was working in corporate marketing and I moved to St. Louis and then from St. Louis, I moved to San Francisco. And every single time I would connect with a different real estate agent in these markets, I wasn't just trying to find a home for my family and I, I was looking for, again, like, Where am I going to be centrally located to good restaurants, to good schools, like shopping? These are things that are all important that have very little to do with the transaction, everything to do with the lifestyle. So I'd say first and foremost, it's important for real estate agents to ask their clients or potential clients, what sort of lifestyle are you looking to live? Because that's going to kind of determine, you know, are you looking to buy a single family home? Are you looking to buy a high rise condo in downtown? et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And then, you know, the other piece to that is creating content around the community that they serve. Because again, when you, you know, you're in Portland, right? When when someone thinks yep. of Portland real estate agent, you want them to think of Zach. When yep, someone exactly. thinks about, when someone's in Portland thinks about making a referral or a recommendation, because we always know someone that's looking to buy a home, sell a home, rent a home, invest in a home. We, we always know someone. Yep. You want your name to be the name that comes to people's mouth initially, uh, and just be top of mind. And how are you going to get there? Well, you know, it's part of what I share about and then the marketing, but it's what I share with realtors all the time. You have to get involved in your community and create contact.
1: And and more specifically, what I was just reading um, in your book, getting and, and getting involved in the community. Um, let's just use Instagram as a as a very good example. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you were to, if I were to take my list of prospects obviously get them on Instagram, follow them. And then only, I mean, even if all I'm doing is interacting with those specific prospects, interacting mm-hmm. with the community, is more as more specifically what your book obviously mm-hmm. has touched on right in the beginning of it already, getting in that community also, along with obviously the actual community, the shops, the businesses, because I mean, I guess, could you touch on that real quick? The yeah, the importance of interacting specifically on Instagram, or any
0: other platform, but for this example, Instagram. So here's this, here, here's, here's the thing, like Instagram, I consider it a search engine for for business prospects. You know, it's interesting, because we have someone here in the chat saying F this world, and it's commercial four letter expletive. And, the, That's reality, what trying, yeah. and the, the reality, you know, as as, as you're probably going to come to read very soon you're about 30 pages in if you haven't read already me write this or say this is people don't want to be sold to they want Mm -hmm. to be engaged so no one today wants to be sold to by a real estate agent insurance agent car salesman marketer advertiser nobody people are not taking to social media really to be sold to, they're taking to social media for a variety of reasons. A, to escape their everyday life and to consume content from others. B, to share seemingly their best life through their own lens. So knowing that you have to remove the sale from the equation altogether. Now, on the flip side, you have access to see everyone in your city, so let's just say Portland for a moment, who's posting content at the trendy coffee shop in town, who's posting content at restaurants in town, who's in town for a conference. Um, And I'll share with you an example here in a moment of uh, recently when I went to Canada a few months ago and I met a Real City Giant Conference. But you have the ability to see who's posting content at these different locations just through Instagram. And that's up to you to reach out to those individuals and form relationships. Now, the key is if you approach any one of these individuals with a sales pitch, like for example, let's say I check into Booty, donuts there in Portland and your first yes. message to me is like hey Carlos nice to meet you I'm Zach I'm a real estate agent I'd love to help you buy a house yeah. well how do you know if I'm in the market to buy a house or not how do you know what my interests are for example but the flip side to that is if you were to reach out to me passively just saying like oh man like next time you're there check out the Fruit Loops donut that's my favorite right you, you in start your brain. you start forming that dialogue okay Then after a period of time, if I start seeing your name, if you start engaging on my content, then I'm going to be more inclined to look into what you do. Now, my recommendation for you, and I'm going to just use you as an example, Zach, I hope you don't mind, is that instead of having like at Zach Ramsden as a username, I'd have something that actually says to me that you're a real estate agent. So like Zach Realtor or Zach Real Estate or Portland Realtor or Portland Real Estate Agent, something along those lines. Like, I'm a big fan of building a brand, a personal brand around you, which is why it is important to have like your first and last name. But in this case, if you're trying to make a memorable mark with someone just right out of the jump and you want them to know what you do for a living, then you need to have those keywords in your username. Now, going back to when you're using Instagram as a, let's just say, a prospecting tool, you can also see some, you can probably judge someone and I don't know if that's the right term, but you could judge someone's capacity, perhaps to buy a home or condo or whatever it is, yeah. just by seeing the type of content that they're posting. So yeah. if they're I'm posting, power. yeah, if I'm posting, thank you. If I'm posting content, show me balling out, you know, with a nice house already or a car, you see that I'm eating at good restaurants, then now you're going to say like, all right, like this guy or girl probably has the buying power. Okay to afford an investment property perhaps, or you know, maybe I should let them know about these great incredible deals that I'm uncovering. So like, mm-hmm. that's one way to do it. The other way is create content on Instagram that's relevant to the community that you serve. So it could be a grand opening at a new restaurant. It could be that there's like a new community that's being built and you're creating content to inform families, for example, of the great deals that are popping up in those areas. Um, you yeah, Kind of a growth hack, and this is Instagram aside, but a growth hack that I share with real estate agents quite a bit is create content that's easily searchable when someone goes onto YouTube or Google and looks up things to do in your city. So if you're a real estate agent in Portland or in Miami or LA, or wherever your, your market is, then have content that when someone goes to, to YouTube and types in what to do in Portland, your content is what pops up. Because a lot of real estate agents are putting a lot of time, money and effort into creating content around listings. And if you're in a really hot market, you could put a house for sale today and you can have an offer on that house within 24 hours. So now you went through the whole rigmarole creating all this content for a product that has an expiration date, but again, People are taking to social media, perhaps every single day, maybe not now, but in normal times, people are taking to social media, and specifically Google and YouTube, every day to look up what there is to do in certain markets. And your content is there front and center. You don't ever have to even say that you're a real estate agent. It's obvious in your Mm -hmm. username. You're just posting content that's what I call sticky content, then you're gonna get the benefit of enhanced SEO. Now the last, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, uh, after this, Zach, but what I wanted to say before in terms of an example uh, that happened with me recently is uh, I travel a lot. So I am a public speaker. I'm typically on the road every single week out of the year. So a few months ago, I went to Canada for a speaking engagement. And I posted a photo there in the airport um, when I got to Canada and I tagged the airport. So now that photo was in the feed of everyone that has been to the to the Ontario airport. Um, or a Calgary airport. Yeah, I think it was Calgary where I went. Um, anyways, every, you know, my content was there indexed with everyone that's been there. So at the conference where I'm at, I meet a real estate agent and the real estate agent is asking me for tips on how specifically to engage people who are visiting Calgary and might be interested in investing in real estate, which is pretty common from what I was told for people that come from the U S and invest in like you know, a condo and a ski resort in Canada. So what I advised her was the hack that I'm about to share with you. Every single person that checks into the airport in Calgary, which on a daily basis, there's only about somewhere between seven to 12 people actually posting photos. Those are opportunities for you to reach out to people that are visiting the market where you do business and just invite them to reach out to you if they have any inquiries on what there is to do in the area. So think of yourself almost like a personal concierge. I go to Portland and I tag myself in a photo at the airport in Portland on Instagram. You can now reach out to me and you can say, you know, hey, Carlos, welcome to Portland. If there's anything that you'd like to see or do while you're here, hit me up. I'm it, your guy, yeah. I'm or your guy. Newspaper. Be
1: there a magazine, a newspaper, a a, a a source. Be a good source for them that they can feel like they can go hang out with you. It's like it's just like if I walked up to you on the street and was like, hey, wait, what's up, man? Nice shoes. I like the shoes." conversation. Right. But now there's like, oh, OK, this guy thinks I'm cool. It's like that on, on Instagram. Oh, OK, if there's anything you need, Carlos, I'm your guy. If you want some, you know, good place to get donuts, place to eat. I know a really good cafe or if you don't even want to get food at all. I can be like, check out this place. But yeah, it's that interaction that that raw, real interaction. I mean, you're comparing how yeah. Coca Cola needs to get back to that. And maybe they are, we don't know. But that real raw interaction of marketing, and it, it's not really marketing. It's basically it's, it's
0: interact daily interaction, really. Yeah, it's just being a good, monetized. being resourceful, being resourceful. And I think yeah. going forward, in order for real estate agents to really survive and thrive in the months, if not years ahead, they're going to have to find creative ways to get on the radar of potential clients. And it might might always change too. Yeah, let's face it. You know, The reality is we're already in a recession. You have over 36 million people in the US that have lost their jobs in the last two months, which really sucks. So you're gonna have a lot of folks now that are looking to find ways to either short sell or sell their home altogether. You're going to have people that are going to be looking for deals uh, on the flip side of that. So as a real estate agent, I would say that y- your, your job is still safe and secure, but there's also a lot of real estate agents out there that are also competing for a very limited number of buyers. And in order for you to stand out, you need to find ways to get others in your community to get to know who the heck you are. Now, the good news about it is that you know, you're not like myself who's an author competing with millions of other authors on, on social media to get attention. You're a real estate agent within a very specific market who's trying to find business in that market. It's very niche. You're and you're a globe, global with your book, right? That's, that's tough, but,
1: but, um, but honestly, man, um, uh, the book is great. So, uh, for those of you watching, go check out the book, we'll let you know what book he's talking about. We're talking about the end of marketing by Carlos Gill and I bought the book. I started reading it practically random because I do like marketing and I know I need to get more involved in marketing, but it's a new, it's the better version of today's marketing that you're gonna learn in this book. Those of you listening, I would go check it out. Actually just hit his uh, Instagram uh, tag, your Instagram handle right here and go to his,
0: it's on your, it's on your bio. Yeah, it's on, the on my bio. And marketing is the link. Yeah. One I was going to say, I was going to just add, you know, it's a really easy read, you're going to find, you know, I give a lot of actionable how to's, but my style of writing is very similar to my style of public speaking, it's, it's relatable, it's real, I like to mix education with entertainment. Uh, I personally don't read books. So my challenge was, when I was writing, then the marketing, you know, I wanted to write, a, you know, a masterpiece, if you will. That someone could read, you know, in a matter of a few days, and it would just keep you hooked based on the storytelling in the book, my tone, my demeanor, obviously, you know, giving folks a lot of, you know, actionable steps, so
1: they can relate to.
0: Correct. All right, so
1: just pinned your comment on top. Um, one more question. Let's see what we're doing on time here. We got. Oh, we got some good time. So why is it so? In, why is it important to engage? Okay real estate specific if i were to if i were to go off of any other platform online Mm. right now other than instagram is there other another one facebook's very very uh there's a lot of traffic on there right it's like a
0: yeah facebook has definitely facebook has definitely lost its luster in my opinion outside of advertising even then it's it's really like shooting arrows in the dark i'd say twitter would be your best bet outside twitter and linkedin also But again, like keep in mind how you use these social networks varies. So Twitter, you can also use very similar to what I described with Instagram as a search engine. You can go on Twitter right now, you can type in Portland, real estate, Portland homes, looking to move to Portland. You can type in these different search phrases and you can interact with people that are mentioning uh, these phrases in their content. Uh, LinkedIn though operates different with LinkedIn. You can join different groups. So for example, you can join city groups. On Portland, and you can see what people are talking about that's relevant to the city. You can join industry groups. Uh, you can even join other real other groups with, with real estate professionals and you can leverage the members of these groups in order to grow your network of connections. So I, I'd say the biggest thing to keep in mind, uh, Zach, and anyone watching or listening to this, is don't get stuck on just one platform. What you wanna do is you wanna have an omni-channel presence, but realize that, the way all these social networks operate is different from one another so utilize all of their strengths between those strengths and i guess have a goal
1: in mind like what are you trying to get out of each specific platform before you go to use it i mean Correct. i could go on tumblr but what am i going to get out of tumblr it's very much like instagram if i'm not mistaken and so i think twitter's a hard it, twitter might be a hard one to build but instead of getting into too much of the the platforms um why don't we talk about uh what what is your um your biggest takeaway from after writing this book that maybe you realized that um something that was new for you that you didn't even realize when you first started writing the book so after finishing it
0: Ah uh, man that's such a good question i would say because i, I try to touch on uh, being forward thinking, I try to touch on things like TikTok, for example, that even though I'm not the biggest proponent of, in the very last chapter of the book, I write about emerging platforms, so I touch on, on Twitch, I touch on TikTok, I'd say that um, what's become the most relevant is where we're at now, now which is crisis communications, um, how to even be more human in spite of a pandemic or in spite of a crisis. So um, I'm working on a 13th chapter right now. So more to come if it becomes its own standalone kind of giveaway piece, or if I can convince my publisher to uh, create a second edition of the end of marketing with a with an additional chapter. But, um, you know, if I had to go back and add uh, a new chapter of the book, it would be right around like, what are all the things that you should be doing when the rest of the world seemingly is shut down and not thinking about business, not thinking about your business at least. And I can tell you um, straight up that it goes back to what I said before, it's engaging more, it's selling less. It's it's showing more empathy through the content that you post. It's pulling your audience, it's having more conversations with your audience, and it's really removing the sale altogether from the equation.
1: And uh, I like the phrase you say in a lot of your, your, um, your posts or your, it's a real talk. So is that your, is that a podcast you have? That uh, just a,
0: that's just your phrase, you this capture, is more I mean, of a phrase. It's more of a moniker. And it's, it's been said by many
1: people, but you've been, been uh, amplifying it. And we could just say that when, 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 uh, the, the world goes up and not in flames, but like a pandemic like this, we need more real talk. It's kind of cool. Absolutely. People need to yeah get rid of the sales. And because people really need, need certain things specifically during these times. And so if you're just trying to sell them this amazing pen or whatever, because you want to sell it to get money. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, we need to come together. It's kind of, it's kind of what happens during these times. And so if I'm an agent and someone really, really needs a place to live, maybe I don't even need to sell them a house. Let's help them find a good place to rent. I don't get anything from this, but I know houses that's a way for me to pivot during this pandemic. Be like, you're, you're kicked out. Let's go find you a place to rent. I don't, I don't need anything from this transaction, but let me let you in some of these buildings. Would be a very good example mm-hmm. for as far as real estate to pivot, don't expect or get anything from the transaction. In fact, do it, set it aside, forget about it. And then eventually it might grow into a seed. And that guy, when he wants to buy a mm-hmm. house, he will think of you. And those are the real raw seeds. I think any business when it's growing has certain people that have really helped it flourish. Um, and I'll tie this back to real estate. If you get that one guy who's a social butterfly and you sell him Mm -hmm. a house you take care of him, and he's got all these other friends that are ready to buy. Well, guess what? There's probably five more sales for you right there in a matter of another Mm -hmm. year or two years. So during a pandemic, I think, what you were just saying is doubling down on those moments. Now we're, we're transactional in, in in nature. I would say like, if I do this, even if you say, I'm not expecting anything, you might be slightly mm-hmm. expecting something down the road, which is fine, but it's setting those planting those seeds <laughs> and not expecting a return. Like whenever it comes, it comes. If the return comes five years, 10 years during a pandemic. So, um, anyway, when, uh, when is your next, uh, do you have a uh, public speaking gig
0: coming up? Or will not hear too much word on that? Tech, technically, I'm doing, te- technically, I'm doing a keynote tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern, uh, but it's virtual. So yeah. uh, the world that we're living in now, the in-person gigs have become online gigs. But you know what, man? Like being able to educate, motivate, inspire, whether it's in person or virtual doesn't really matter to me. That's you know, it. That's, that's That's what I aim to do. Uh, if I have an audience I can speak to, I'm going to teach them something. At least I'm going to try my hardest to teach them something. So I'm staying active. Uh, in fact, tomorrow I think I'm doing two two talks. I'm doing one in the morning for a conference that was going to be in St. Louis and that moved virtual. And then I'm doing a a summit for uh, for speakers it's called a Speaker Branding Summit for for up and coming aspiring speakers. So. You know one thing that i'll uh i'll leave with with your audience zach uh and even to yourself is you gotta stay active in these times you know i love what you said before about the analogy of the seeds because i often compare a social network to growing a harvest or to growing a 401k account and i use this analogy a lot that when you meet people that is a seed that is planted in your harvest and as you Um, add value to relationships. And as you just do good for the world, then your harvest over time starts to grow because you're watering that harvest or relationships in the financial services term of of 401k, you're, um, you know, adding equity, you're building equity with those relationships. At some point, you're gonna have to cash out, meaning at some point, you're gonna have to ask for favors, at some point, you're gonna have to ask your community, like in my case, it was last year after going 10, 11 years without ever selling a product to anyone and saying, "Hey, by the way, I have a book that you've been seeing me for the last six months right. I would love for you to go run Amazon and, and pre-order a copy." And that really helped me with moving units quickly and with becoming a best-selling author, which is great. Um, so again, regardless of what it is that you do, regardless of what business you operate or you have relationships are priceless and you don't need to focus on building relationships with only people who are potential buyers. Because, you know, for those of you that work in real estate, like yourself, Zach, you know, that referrals and word of mouth marketing is huge in your, in your world. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for myself as a public speaker and agency owner, I do zero traditional business development. My foreign business development is what I'm doing right here. It's content. It's going online, mm-hmm. talking to people, it's connecting with people. Eventually, again, with the 401k model, eventually that, that harvest is going to yield a return. And what's nice about building relationships, especially doing this over a decade, is, is like the unexpected email that you get from someone yeah. that wants to do business with you. The unexpected email or text message that you get when someone introduces you to a new client. And, and literally, man, these things happen out of the blue. Um, you know, I might get off the phone with you and check my email and boom, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a deal in my inbox. Um, and that's the way life kind of works in your favor. Uh, but you first got to put yourself out there sitting at home, sitting in your office, doing what used to work for you. It's probably not going to work anymore. So you just have to stay active and keep, keep moving forward and, and really leave no stone unturned.
1: Exactly. I really, I like that. That's a great way to end this podcast. Stay patient in the beginning. For any of you who are starting something new, um, just stay patient. Plant mm-hmm. those seeds. Um, I remember, I remember following you. I think last year, I, mean, I remember seeing your content and stuff. And so, I think there was a. I think you, you probably. I think I even reached out to you. I used to cut hair, by the way. So oh, okay. I do cut hair already. I think I maybe chatted like on one of your com. I commented on something or somewhere, but like you said, the name stays in your head and. And then I, I mean, I buy the book because I needed it. And I wanted to read it. But then again, I, it felt personal, personal brand. Mm-hmm. So someone says, I've been wanting to get into real estate for quite some time, just haven't made the jump yet. Well, you know what? It's a great time to make the jump. It, you, there's a lot of online courses. So go Google some online courses, mm-hmm. reach out to I mean, myself or Carlos here afterwards, and we'll give you some tips, just, just take the jump. Anyone can get started. We just told you the main ingredient, and that's prospecting, and turning that prospecting into mm-hmm. solid marketing, and vice versa. Let those two cups yep. flow. So, hey, I really appreciate your time. Um, Likewise, wrap this wrap this up, and um, I'm gonna keep reading this book. And hey, man, All right, man. I'm just gonna keep promoting it. So, if Without you have any ahead, questions,
0: you know how to find me.
1: Awesome, thank you, All right, man. Zach. We'll take care. Take it easy. You've reached the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Go to motivationalrealestate.com and you'll find out how to get on our podcast, how to listen to our podcast, how to join the team, how to talk to me and get a hold of me, any questions about real estate, about business, about life in general, To just game plan. I'm here for you guys. And we'll see you on the next show.